wisdom. My enthused talk tonight is concerning a message my son preached at his church on July the 17th, 2022. And his main verse was uh, Galatians 2.20, which was a verse that Dr. Um, Robertson asked me to memorize when I was first saved. So it is with great honor I present Wade Cox preaching a message at Laney Road Baptist Church. Brokenness is my subject. So we're going to start out, I'll give you a chance to look it up, in Galatians 2.20. Start out with Galatians 2.20. Well, y'all look that up in your paper Bibles. Hopefully, um, hopefully y'all got that. I'm pulling it up too. We're going to start out. I'm going to, I'm going to be um, sharing a little bit about my story tonight too in the last couple of months and trying to just deliver something to you that I think the Lord has laid on my heart tonight. Bless the Lord. Galatians 2.20. It's a super simple verse. Many of us know it by heart. It says, I am crucified with Christ. That's right. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Mm -hmm. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. All right. I talked earlier about brokenness. and was finding healing at the foot of the cross. Come on. I don't know about the rest of you, but there are times, especially, I, I, I reached a point earlier this year where I felt completely broken. Come on. Some things happened, and I was able to come to a place where I was able to just focus and reach a, a, a oneness with God that I haven't felt in a long time. God bless you, brother. Amen. God showed me how to just, what is that? Get to the foot of the cross. Come on. Amen. Get Come to on. the foot of the cross and let him rule. For me to live as Christ and to die as gain, that old thing, old right. saying is, I am crucified with Christ. Yeah. I've got to be dead. Come on. Yeah. That old flesh has to yes, die. Amen. Amen. That old flesh has got to die. But yes. what? Wait a minute. It keeps rising up. Come on now. Yes, it does. It keeps coming back. Yes. What was the difference? My pastor, I, I'm going to read something really quick. My pastor asked me something. My pastor asked me something. We, I had I was able to, he blessed me to let me leave the men's prayer breakfast the other day. And he asked me, he said, what was the change? Come on now. What was the change? What was the switch? And I've been kind of dwelling on that. What was the change? What was the switch? If any of you don't know, I've lost a lot of weight. There's been a lot of life changes. But it's not about the weight. It's about the heart. Yeah. Um, the change in the heart has been the biggest change. Oh, the change in the, the, the process has been yeah. the biggest change because he's changed my heart. Yeah. He's changed yeah. the core of who I am even yeah. more than he had before. Come it's on. a renewal. Call it a revival Amen. of his spirit living in me. Amen. How do we experience that? How, why, why do I experience that? Why is that different now than it was before? Come on, yeah. That's kind of where I wanted to go. There you go. Yeah. Why? What was the change? I got a quote. It's from a book called The Calvary Road by Roy Hessian. It says, to be broken is the beginning of revival. That's right. right. It's yeah. painful. It is humiliating. But it's the only way. It is saying it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in Come me. Which now. is from Galatians 2.20. Yeah. And a seat is a bent eye. Yeah. That's right. 
Can't, Christ can't live if I'm standing up. Amen. Oh, Amen. The Lord Jesus cannot live in us fully and reveal himself through us until the proud self within us is broken. This simply means that the hard, unyielding self, which justifies itself, wants its own way, stands up for its rights, and seeks its own glory. That's me all day long. Somebody, oh, you can't do that to me. Uh-huh. Look at me, look what I did. As soon as I do something good, I was just talking to the pastor. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting my own quote. Seeks his own glory. At last, bows its head to God's will. Admits its wrongs. Gives up its own way to Jesus. Surrenders its rights. That's myself. Surrenders its rights and discards its own glory. This is done so that the Lord Jesus might have all and be all. In other words, it's dying to self and selfish attitudes. Hallelujah. Amen. It's dying to self and selfish attitudes. Mm -hmm. So, so many times here, we, we talk about, I, tell, tell, I think the most powerful way to relate to God from Memphis is to tell our story. Yeah, that's right. How much, what else do I have to be first person witness to? I don't, I can't tell your story, your story. I have to talk about my story. So in December, I got really sick with COVID. I got put, a, put in quarantine and was able to forcefully have to spend some time alone. Come on. I'm going to tell you all where this makes a difference. How many of us have devices, computers, work, whatever it is to come and get in the way? Yeah. Right. God used that time. Wade didn't use that time. God, Jesus, drew me in that time to a place of brokenness and where I was willing to let him have preeminence. He used my weight, my body, as a beginning catalyst for that. Because I'd reached a point in my physical life where I felt like I didn't, couldn't go no more. I don't know how many of you have ever been there. Some of us have already had a weight loss journey. But I'd reached a place where I couldn't even stand on the stage up here and preach without huffing and puffing and straining with every word I had. Mm -hmm. It took everything I had to walk up these steps. I'm still processing that journey. and This is just part of that journey. But he used that to break me down, to bring me to a place where I was willing to make any, hear me, willing to pay any price to make the change. Now, the spiritual connotation of this is we should be thirsting after Jesus the same way. We should be hungry and panting as the heart pants after the water. We should be hungry and panting for the Word of God on a daily basis, for fellowship with Jesus on a daily basis. And this is what he brought me around to as time went through this, as I'm studying, as I'm reading, as I'm processing, as I'm as I'm exercising on a daily basis and spending time more in thought and in concentration on him, it became a thing. Oh, I'm being fed. Not by the pastor, but by the word of God. Yeah. By the Holy Spirit working reviving me again because I'm putting things aside that normally would be distracting me from him. I'm setting the world aside in a a priority. Giving Jesus the opportunity to work in my life. Amen. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. You have to sacrifice. For Christ on the cross. Sacrifice. Yes. 
so that we can live. Yes, he's he given you the blessings already. Thank you, Lord. But are we choosing the things Thank of the world and taking the things of the world and the fake things of the world and thinking we're being blessed and because we're missing out on the blessings of the Holy Spirit and the freedom yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit has for us? Come on now. Preach it. And I'm not just talking about here because the first step is freedom from sin, guys. Yep. That's the first step. We, should be, we should be celebrating and getting freedom from sin. The second step is freedom to live in an abundant life, glorifying Amen. God, spreading the gospel of God Amen. to those around us, to reaching out to this hell-bound world right. and showing them that there is hope, that there is a life, that there is a way to be free, that there is not just a way to be free, but that it is as simple as accepting Jesus yeah. as their Savior. Amen. It's simple as surrender, which is what I'm describing to you because I had to surrender of myself. I had to surrender my heart. I had to surrender my way. I had to surrender the flesh. I had to stop giving in to self. Going out, physically starting out by going out, not just a, a taking of the things I wanted to take. Not just eating all the banana pudding I wanted to eat. Not having every time I had an opportunity to eat steak. Ooh, wait Some of us like steak. Come on now. Sometimes it ain't the right thing to do. Come on. I'm not saying steak's bad, but if you, you got to do what's right. Come on. And here's the deal. What Jesus wants. We were talking in the men's meeting tonight. Sometimes doing right for the wrong reason. You can have an opportunity to do right, but does Jesus want you to do that, or is that for somebody else? You need to let Jesus make the decision. Seek Christ, seek His will, and how He wants you to do it. Just because you did it that way last time, don't mean that's the way you got to do it this time. So that's part of my story. It's that cycle of being broken, being broken, coming to a place of repentance, alignment. Of repentance, confessing what I've done wrong. I, I tell you, and I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a minute here for this is an example. I remember hearing the voice of God, and I don't mean like a literal voice, but you understand what I'm saying. Amen. There's times yeah. that I remember being a young person close to God, and it's kind of like God was just speaking to me on the moment. And I've gotten to a place where I can barely hear that voice. Come on. Yes. yes. Thank God I can hear it again. Amen. Amen. And I don't want to get it. Here, here, what I've learned is, all of a sudden, I notice now, it's not as loud. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. What's, it, what's between me and you, Lord? What have I put back in place? That's right. What do I need to confess today? What, what is broken about me today that I need to figure out how to be in fellowship with you? Have I, have I put a hurt on my wife, or my mom, or my dad, or my pastor? Have I got something between me and a loved one that is, if I got a hurt between me and you, there's a hurt between me and God. Amen. That's how we look at that. I need to be able to give up my rights. Yield your rights. Just Christ yielded his rights to the uttermost on the cross for us. Amen. If no one... We all deserve the cross, and he did not deserve the cross at all. At all. There was no part of him that should have ever been on that cross. And he laid it out there willingly for us. Amen. Amen. And yet we trample it day in, day out, because we don't want to give up some kind of TV show that we want to watch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, I ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings, but there's some filth on that TV. Come on, man. 
And if we're pouring that filth in our mind, bringing it into our heart, and it's affecting us. Yeah. You're right. I read the scripture or I listen to a, a word. It says, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever. We should be thinking on these things. Yeah, yeah, we right. think on these other things and I wonder why we're depressed oh, and we're bitter Ooh. and we're angry. Give up the world and yeah. pick up the Bible. Amen. Come on. I'm sorry, y'all. I guess I don't need the microphone. Lord, thank you so much. Hallelujah. <laughs> Brokenness, repentance, confession. Confession yes. brings you back Come into on, alignment with God. Yes, sir. Puts you back into a fellowship with Him. Amen. You're broken because you've done something that is not in alignment with Him. Yes. You're broken yes. because you've got something that you've chosen the world or your yes. thoughts or your ways yes. over Him. Yes. Woo. You're broken. Yes. We're all broken. That's right, brother. I won't, and here's, I'm going to take it another step. We're going to go to the next level. And I want to be broken. Yeah, that's right. I want to be broken. I want him to show me how I'm broken. I'm seeking out the brokenness. I want to know how I'm broken, how to be better, how to be closer to him. I'm never going to achieve unto perfection. I like it. Amen. But show me how I'm broken. Because every time he shows me how I'm broken, he shows me a little more of himself. Amen. Amen. More about Jesus. We sung a song, I think, earlier about Jesus. I want to know more about Jesus, what I know. More of his saving grace to show. Amen. You know, more of his love. Period. If I know more about him, y'all, I love y'all. I know y'all know me a whole lot. I, me and my wife, we got problems every now and then. Got problems every day, I'll be honest. Guess what? The more I know about Jesus, the more I can love her. That's right. Every day. That's right. That's right. The closer I can get to him, Thank the better Lord. I can love her. Thank you, Lord. Yes. The better I can love you and you and you and you. Yes. No matter how ugly and dirty any one of us may be, and we're all Hallelujah. at the core some ugly and some dirty folks here. Yes. Every one of us. And I love every one of us. Lord help me. Amen. Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Here we go. Galatians 6, 1 and 2. I'm talking about where the cross. We got the cross. Y'all got one more thing. Y'all got this glorious church full of people that are believers. I got a challenge for you because I saw a unity in a brotherhood a couple what, last week. As we gathered around up here, if you weren't here, you missed a glorious oh, moment. Yeah. And we gathered around here and we had prayer. We held hands and we shared. And I watched people asking for prayer because they were broken. Yeah. Right. We need to be able to be broken in front of one another. Yeah. We need to be able to be broken and love one another. Yeah. And let you know, I'm broken. Pray for me. I'm broken. Meet me here. I'm broken. Just hear my voice and let me tell you about it sometime. I'm broken. I'm not ashamed to tell you about my trouble. Yeah, if we can do that as brothers and sisters without any judgment, the place where love is yeah. showing through. That's, that's right. what a church is about, because that's how you get healing. You, Galatians Amen. 6, 1 and 2. Yeah. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. The spirit of meekness is important here. Ain't nobody here better or worse than the other. Amen. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. We're all here. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. In spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yes. Right there, 
Yeah. And when I says bury you one another's birds, what's the best way? What's the first way? Yeah. You should be buried. Hallelujah. I should be praying. Yeah. If you can't even, if you got any difficulty with an individual, you seek the prayer, seek the altar, pray for that individual first. Yes. If you can't figure out how to love them, pray for them. God will show you how to love them. God will change your heart and give you the way to love them. Hey, and here, here's another thing. Your first instinct for how to love somebody may be the wrong instinct. That's right. That's right. That's right. Again, we're talking about seeking His will, right? Yeah. Sometimes you need to pray for them first. Yeah. Let Christ show you how you can best help the situation. He'll give you that way. That's good. That's right. He'll show you how to help. Yes, sir. If you think, oh, I can't do nothing, I can pray. You pray. Let him reveal to you how to help. Now we're going to come to that next step. Because when you've got brokenness, you got confession and alignment, repentance, then the next thing is action, obedience. Because you're going to start acting out and doing the things that that love relationship brings. You're going to go out there and you're going to become the hands and feet of Jesus. It's not going to be about, oh, I, I don't want to sin no more. And I don't want to cuss no more. And I may not want to watch that TV show no more. And now it's going to be about, what can I do for God? What can I do for Christ? Yeah. How can I help? So How can I love this person? Yeah. How can I reach them from the gospel to the gospel? Amen. How can I help this person have eternity yeah. for sure? Because at first they ain't gonna hear. They don't want to hear about eternity first. Oh, they want to know how to deal with their problems first. Yeah. You help them deal with their problems. You help them show them love. You give them what Christ tells you to give them in the right time. They'll give you the right thing to say. They'll come to know Christ. Amen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We gotta show it. Lord, we gotta show it. Good job, man. Good job. Yeah. Let Romans 10, 9 and 10. I said it was this simple. If thou shalt confess thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. It ain't no more complicated than that. No. Thank you, Lord. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. First John 1 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin. Punchline. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Did I say you had to cleanse yourself from it? How about that? Nope. No. I did. I said you had to come into alignment with him. You had to understand that you were wrong, repent, understand that he's right, yeah. and there's only one way at that point to do, and that's do the right. Amen. He'll cleanse you from Amen. it. Amen. If you are not, hey, I'm not talking about a mechanical, the preacher points out to you that cussing's wrong, or drugs are wrong, or sex outside of marriage is wrong. I'm not talking about a mechanical thing. I'm talking about that heart conviction of the Holy Spirit showing you that what yeah. action is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. When that happens, and then you either choose His way or your way. Come on now. Right. Lord, help you. Because I'm not talking to... I mean it here. Right. You reject His way. Right. Rejecting Him is how we get turned into our own reprobate That's mind. Right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Reject Him so long, Come on. He's going to yeah. set you free to do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he said, I'll never just. Come on now. James 5 and 6. The power of the church, right here. James 5 16, excuse me, 5 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Hey, thank you, man. Power yeah. of prayer. The power of prayer. Ye may be healed. Yeah. Yes. Guys. Physical healing is not what we're talking about. Right now. Uh, that that can be included. Yeah. 
But there's not much more than the bitterness, the hatred, the anger of a broken home Amen. or a broken relationship. Yes. Who of heaven of us have been there, done that, had yeah. strange loved ones, strange yeah. family, strange yeah. brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, children. That's right. Jesus can heal those relationships. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. Straight up all day. And that's harder to heal than cancer. Yeah. 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 It is. Just saying. Yeah, I like that, Frank. It's worse than cancer, too. Yeah. Bitterness can poison you so far down inside. Don't even go there. That's right. Yes. Psalm 32, 5. This is my closing verse. We're going to challenge you here today. I want you to listen to this verse very seriously. Psalm 32, 5 says, I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, Will y'all do this? Will you answer this one? I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Amen. You're sitting here today. That's good. And you got something that's been in your life eating you up. And you're like, oh, 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 I can't get rid of this. I can't get healed of it. I can't get it. God deliver. God deliver. God deliver. Has he given you the key? He has. He's already given you the key. It's obedience. Yeah. It's repentance and confession and obedience. These altars are open all day long. Yeah, Amen. Right. We're all struggling. We're all, all broken. Every one of us. There's nothing Everybody shameful in coming up to this altar and saying, Lord, I choose the death. You're right. I'm wrong. I repent of my way. I'm confessing this thing or that thing yeah, to you, yes, Lord. Yeah. I'm giving those things up, and I'm going to walk yeah. from there on in obedience. Yes. yes. I'm going to walk here on in yes. victory. I'm going to walk here on in unity with my brothers and sisters. I'm going to walk from here on in unity and oneness with Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. These altars are open. I don't know if the Rick wants to sing or not, yeah. but I'm ready. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I'll let you say that. Shout. Dear Lord, I, 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 I know. i got to go to the altar, guys. He has convicted me through this. My life is a broken mess. I may have had victory since January and some theories and things, and I'm praying more and more every day for those new brokenness, for that revealing of His Spirit, that showing me every day. I'm broken. Yes. Show me how I can serve you better. Show me how I can love others better. Show me how I can give up of myself and let me die and let him live. Yes. all true. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Come unto you, Lord, giving you the Lord and the praise of the Lord. Yes, God. Yes, Sam.
tonight would be a good time to do this. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. times been sitting in a church pew and the Spirit of God convicted me over something and I acknowledge that God has touched me and I failed to repent. Amen. God help me not to do that. Amen. Help me to be pliable and willing yes. to acknowledge my sin. Brother Wade brought the passage out of 1 John 1 9 that says if we confess our sin He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's not a better feeling in the world than that. And if you've been struggling with something, I just want to tell you that tonight you just need to turn to Him. Amen. Brother Wade, thank you for that message. Powerful, powerful message. And God used you in a mighty way tonight. I'm so grateful. I was telling the preachers this evening in our meeting that I see God working in their lives. 
You guys are doing an incredible job. We're praying for them because we've cha I've challenged them. The Lord has challenged them that their lives will be transformed. And uh, then the ministry that they've been called to will benefit from that. Yes. So, but uh, uh, their lives are going to be transformed first. It's going to be a personal transformation. Yes. And then they're going to be able to be used by the hand of God. Anybody got an announcement we need to make before we dismiss tonight? Brother, brother, brother. Hold on just a minute, brother. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Yes, Brother Mike. God is another ordeal, and I just want to thank the church for all your prayers. <laughs> <laughs>